What happened on AEW this week? Anything crazy? The Britt Baker Thunder Rosa. Match. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So I mean, well, we could probably go from New Japan into AEW into Fast Lane. Okay, I like if that. that's cool with you guys. Is there anything else in AEW? Oh, freaking! Uh, was it a Brian Cage walked out on Team Taz? It seemed like, or yeah, it looked like that happened too. Some uh, some um, friction. Yeah. They were surprised that he gave Sting his due. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything else from AEW. I fucking love Moxley and Kingston together. That's, ugh, come on. We can gush about that when we get to it. They cut their promo from the honeymoon suite. They had that little fireplace on their on their t- table. Very cozy, <laughs> very romantic. I was into it. <laughs> that was so good. Their Their vibe together is just so perfect. It's so great. Renee needs to be worried. Okay. It's that perfect. Oh my God. So what you're saying is Moxley's going to leave Renee who's pregnant with his child for Eddie Kingston. I, I like say, it. I didn't say leave per se as much as maybe just enjoy his partnership with Eddie Kingston. You know, you imagine a world where Moxley, he splits with Renee, he marries Eddie Kingston. And then we watch on social media as they dual raise this child, oh you've constantly got Eddie Kingston cutting promos on Renee. <laughs> concerned that he's going to go back. Uh, you know, the X. Once again, wrestling is better than the things you like. I, for some reason I was, I was on, I mean, I was on the YouTube and I rewatched that John Oliver bit about uh, the WWE yeah. and where he, you know, once he, he he would say something awful about the organization and its business practices and then cut to just a part where Vince McMahon gets the shit kicked out of him. And then it's just, oh, it's just fun. It's just fun seeing a super cut of like, here he is getting super kicked. Here he, you know, the, the bedpan, ding. <laughs> yeah, which, is, right, right. <laughs> which is still the single best sound effect yes. in all of wrestling. That ding of the bed, bedpan on Vince McMahon's head. Just, ah. Uh, Nailed that. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's beautiful to me. It's art, is what it is. <laughs> it's art. So are we ready to do this? I've yeah, never, I mean, we kind of are already. I think we've already got our start. You know, Erica, I, I cut you off a few weeks ago when you were talking about the big show uh, knocking sense into Tony Khan, and it, it created a little bit of a moment. And I, I, I burst. Your, I've been thinking about that more and more now, and I want that show where Big Show is behind the scenes. He's being a total professional, but then every once in a while, he just notices a crime against the business and lays a huge chop into somebody. But then all the rest of the time, he's super charming Paul White. Like maybe <laughs> once a week, just out of nowhere, someone just, just gets a hilarious chop. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And then he, and then he, and then he dresses the, Tony Khan the, down for his bad booking decisions. They yeah, get the the big punch or what? Did, what was his finisher called? Where he just, uh, yeah, I don't remember. I don't want to say big I'm fist because that's no, that's weird. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, Vince probably pitched that. Uh, probably. No, Man, I can't think of it. I can't. Th- I know they had a different name for it. It wasn't just a knockout punch. It was just something. Yeah. I can't think of what it was. I will Whatever say it that- was, it's not going to be that again because AEW is like no more BS, right? That's true. Justin, were you at the? Were you working for the company when Big Show made an appearance in the office? No, I was not. I don't okay. think so. Okay, because like I will say like. He like super charming, very nice. And also like 
when I shook his hand, his hand just enveloped mine. And I, it felt like I was like a, a doll, like being held by like, it was, it was just the, it was frightening just to see how <laughs> huge he was. Cause it's like, look, I'm five foot. Everyone's tall to me. Okay. Uh, but big show who it was still big show then it was just it, it, it mind-blowing i never it's the craziest thing there is a photo somewhere on my feed i should That's find all I it when burger king put up the the, the shack cardboard cutouts that were actual size I, i've never actually stood next to a like a legit giant person the close the closest i had a chance to i did i saw from a distance but i didn't get to meet is when braun Strowman uh showed up in the building and i you know at, i could i i was from a distance i thought it i'm like damn like okay huge but i didn't huge. get to do that he was huge not as big as big show like to the point oh, yeah. where i'm like oh you're nothing uh, <laughs> yeah. i'm like whatever he smelled lovely though oh braun oh. Strowman, like to the point where like i i almost said like what are you wearing I'm married, by the way. I'm not hitting on you, but yeah, you would never divine. expect you would never expect Braun Strowman of all people to smell. He does not look like he smells good. He, ever. Smelled, Out of he all... smelled like just a just a handsome man. Listen, like thinking no... about it now, I'm like, whew, I'm a little. Like, I'm, a, I'm mildly aroused. Don't I'm be a honey luchasaurus. Come on, now. <laughs> yeah, see, honestly, you listen, bitch, you don't know. You trying to keep like, this PG listen. without without Nate the hate here. I can appeal to all my Twitter friends who are all yeah. very nice. They're very nice, <laughs> kind people, and they reserve their swears for only the most dire of occasions. Under, oh, understood. You know what? Though, <laughs> listen, the the larger athletes out of all the larger athletes in like wrestling ever. Braun Strowman never, ever, ever looks like he smells good. So the fact that you are you are saying that completely shocks me. The Big Show we've seen, Big Show Paul White be all dappered up, and even though he's bigger, it's whatever. And any other big man you want to throw out there, Braun Strowman though, I, that blows my mind. That we ever see him in a suit? I don't know that I've ever seen him in a suit. Oddly enough, I don't, I don't think so. I think he's either in his little tank top, his his old ring gear for the Wyatt family. And yeah. now he's got this, this, uh, and I love that he wears this because he's got, he's done so much work to get in shape. The fact that he wears the overly tight shirt just yeah. to show off how ripped he is, despite how big he is. Well, he's always done that because his nipples would, uh, we would always comment when his nipples would go into business <laughs> for themselves. <laughs> that was one of the old bits on the, 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 the show. Before we turned it into the game show, you should you should uh, bring that clip up and show us. <laughs> oh, he he can't remember. Oh, he the, can't? Every, oh. Everything got mysteriously removed. Oh man, it's it's lost to the annals of time. Yeah, I have an old laptop that might have a couple episodes just randomly floating on it, but I have no idea. And they're they're not good, but. Uh, I guess that doesn't really matter. Turns out, really, it's all about the fun of doing the show itself. That's true. You know, like watching a pay per view, <laughs> like Fastlane. Fastlane yeah, is not... the most useless of all the pay per views. And when I started yeah. watching in like 2014, 2015, I don't know what they even doing Fastlane Center was that introduced later. I don't remember. Remember they oh. had Roadblock. Remember Roadblock? Yeah. 
Yeah. That I was think, like a one-year thing. Right. I feel like that was a one-year thing because for a while, and what it should still be is you had the Royal Rumble in January. You had like a No Way Out in February or Elimination Chamber and then just go into WrestleMania. Yeah. But now they put way too many pay-per-views in between yeah. Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Too many pay-per-views. I remember when they first had that and they had the cars driving. I was like, hey, you. we know that you like watching 10 Fast and Furious movies, so... <laughs> Watch wrestling and we'll put graphics of cars and it's almost the same thing. And Rock is a wrestler. Like, what are you doing, WWE? Yeah, I, I honestly, the only thing with this year's Fast Lane that would get any type of pop from me is if the Fiend actually does show up. This whole Randy Orton, Alexa Bliss having a quote unquote match is the only thing that interests me about everything else is just, uh, you know, leading us in to WrestleMania. Roman Reigns is going to win. Uh, Sasha and Bianca are going to, you know, feud with each other, probably cost each other the match, whatever. Don't put the damn tag titles on them. No, please. Uh, Drew and Sheamus are having a match for God knows what reason. And, you know, the WWE champions aren't even scheduled on the card. So that's cool. It's cool. Yeah, It's cool. It is what it is. (laughs) What we're talking right right now, uh, NWA is back. uh, That's right. I should have set up a second computer. I don't know if I had the bandwidth to watch it. I could have done a live play-by-play. They they have been crushed by pandemic, man. They lost almost everybody. And then oh, Josephus right. passed away. And I, they, they right. did put a really nice promo video up for the pay-per-view that sort of had some people talking about what Josephus meant, uh, Aaron Stevens. Um, uh, it, it actually got me wanting to watch, but 4 p.m. on a Sunday is such a weird time. Are they going to do like... We've sold dozens of pay-per-views today. Who who is paying to watch? Uh, uh, a it's just a strange setup, man. I I don't know who's watching NWA. If you're watching, shout out to anyone watching NWA. If you honestly NWA, please uh, comment uh, over at One Fall Show on Twitter. I'm very curious to hear what you thought. I mean, they might get more views than Fastlane. Who knows? Honestly. Uh, well, come on, like, no, like, <laughs> like that's, that's very sweet of you to say, but there's no way that's going to happen, especially since this is supposed to be the first one on Peacock, the first yeah, w- like event. And, and that whole thing is weird. That, yeah. like, why? Cause the Dodo network is still a thing along with Peacock until like the beginning of April. Uh, it, the whole concept of putting this on Peacock makes absolutely no sense. You're forcing people to order Peacock. I don't know. It's just, it's just, I mean, in the end, I feel like six months from now, it'll be no different, but there's just too many. Cause then you like, they're, they're selling it as, oh, it's less money. Cause it's only $4.99 a month. Right. But that's with ads. Am I going to watch a pay-per-view with ads? Well, I don't know how they're going to shoehorn the ads in. Right. Like that's a weird concept. That's my worry. So that's why I'm going. I'm just sticking with nine ninety nine a month because I don't want to be watching a live like WrestleMania and then all of a sudden I'm you know an ad pops in right in the middle of a match. I don't think it's going to be in the middle of the match because I mean if you watch a pay per view they already kind of shoehorn like the WWE already did like ads for their own products and stuff right. like in between matches. Um, so I feel like this time it's just going to be ads for like not content of theirs. It's just going to be like whatever their sponsor is, whether it's Snickers again, uh, because Snickers is a big sponsor because, you know, why not? It's America's candy bar. But if I pay the $10 instead of the ads, do I just get to see, you know, our truth running around with the I-95 7-Eleven? I hope so. Belt. Probably. (laughs) What would be the advantage of paying up? I wonder. 
more more retrospectives more reviews of what happened last week yes <laughs> honestly though like my worry with that is because like when you're talking about ads on a streaming platform it's usually not connected to what you're watching it usually breaks into what you're watching and it's something completely different oh can i say something here when i was watching that nwa like this very i mean they're very touching they're just going on and on about josephus who apparently you know, they, they were really sort of spotlighting a guy who none of us really know outside of wrestling, if we even knew him in wrestling. Right. Right. And it kept cutting to commercials like but it, it seems the algorithm would know when a person had ended a sentence at least like that much. But I'd hear this really heartfelt sentence. And then all of a sudden I'd hear a commercial start and not realize a commercial would start. So you hear someone talking about this poor man who's died. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get the first line to get you interested in buying manscaping products. (laughs) What is going on? What is this program? And I'm like, oh, it's a commercial that happened two or three times. Obviously not manscaping each time. I would have figured it out. Uh, But it was just (laughs) by the third time I was like, this entertainment value is just incredible. Like, yes. And he was, he was more than a partner. He was a friend. How are your boners doing, everybody? <laughs> We're going to make them better. I'm like, what, well, Aaron Stevens, what are you doing? Oh, oh, this is an Aaron. <laughs> no, no, no. Working no title for this now. episode, how's your boners, everybody? <laughs> I'm never going to get my Twitter friends to listen to our show. Listen, Dang, we're too Chuck, raunchy. Chuck and Nate are going to see the title of the show and be like, what the hell happened the one week we t- take off? Yes. What is going on? Excellent. That should be our goal, actually. That should have been our goal from the start. What can yeah. what can we talk about that'll pop the boys to get yeah. their downloads? <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, listen though, with NWA, we said it when we talked about it a couple weeks ago too, though, there's already too much wrestling. I feel for them. Honestly, there's already too much wrestling to watch. Even if you're not watching everything, I don't watch, I don't follow new Japan. And I still feel like there's like a little too much wrestling, at least don't add anything else to me because I'm not going to watch it. Uh, so to ask people to go out of the way to, to pay for it, go, you know, spend more time to watch it. In wrestling, listen, they're not short programs. They just can't be, and they're not. They're overly, you know, produced. There's a lot of replays. A show is an hour at the minimum, and that's a lot of time when you got that much wrestling. So I feel for NWA because it's just between the pandemic and everything they've dealt with, plus what what the wrestling world is right now, they're, they're not set up to succeed at all, at all. I'm wondering if we'll see like some of the non-major players at this point, you know, impact ring of honor NWA, second tier players, um, pro wrestling gorilla sort of arise as like a, a uh, second generation territory system. Cause NWA could continue to do what they were doing out of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have, they had a very hardcore following there and sort of be part of essentially loops but I don't think that we'll ever see them, at least in, not in the near term, um, rise beyond that. I always thought it was fascinating with with NWAs when Power started. They been they essentially had you know this this studio they were shooting out, again out of Atlanta, and they had one set of bleachers, the ring, the commentary area. And then for the pay-per-view, they added a second set of bleachers. And I was like, this is scaling. Like you can witness scaling on the most basic level. Like we had one set of bleachers. Now we have two. They're full. Great. We've doubled the size of our audience. And, you know, they had this very slow and steady wins the race mentality. And then just the whole between COVID and then whoever the scumbag partner was with Billy Corgan, who got caught up in the, the Me Too movement. 
uh, who was apparently like the brains behind all of the, the live show operations really just, just hit him. So they've got their, the champion, Nick Aldis, and, uh, that's about it. They're going to lose Thunder Rosa to AEW almost for sure. Yeah. You know, they lost Ricky Starks. They even lost the guy who beat Ricky. Ricky Starks left when he was defeated by, oh, who's this clown? You will love America, but I am not Oh, no, Zicky Dice? Zicky Dice. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm like, I don't like Zicky Dice Come on. Of course all. I know who Zicky Dice is, motherfucker. Yeah. Come on. See, we, uh, my, my, our, our friend Elizabeth uh, and I would watch, every Tuesday we'd watch Power, and we loved Ricky Starks, and he had the TV title, and then Zicky Dice came in like a, like a hurricane, and he took the title away from Ricky Starks. And we're like, fuck this guy. Zicky Dice is one of those guys who everything is turned up to 11. And they're like, Ugh. that's not a gimmick. That's just you being super on in every way. It's, <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of that. Never have been. That, that feels like 80s hair metal to me. Like, you just turned up to 11. I don't give a fuck. And, but, you know, that's what works. That's what sells tickets. So, and of course, the Good Brothers have brought Zicky Dice into the fold, which makes all the sense in the world. Everything that the good brothers do makes all the sense in the world. How they've not been canceled. I have no idea. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> yeah. They are yeah. such fucking carnies. I mean, they are outlaw mud show carnies and uh, yes. I'm going to continue to like them after they get canceled because they're one of those people where I'm like, I know what I'm dealing with. Right. Like I, I, I know who they are. I know who they are <laughs> and I'm not going to be shocked. It's not going to be like some of these people. Zicky dice is what happens when we take Johnny Swinger seriously. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because that because the, the the parallels between yes. them both. Is there something else I can help with? Oh, shut up! Watch. Oh, that's my <laughs> Apple. Listen, I'm like, no, honestly, no, it, there's it's nothing cool. you can help me with. We're down two people this week. If anyone wants to jump in, by all means, let them, well, dude. No, we we don't need to. We don't need to ask <laughs> my Apple Watch for opinions. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you she. Never know. I don't even know how she got triggered, but I apologize for that. But. uh <laughs> This oh, this is so fucking weird this week. This is what yes. happens when we just play it fast and lose, which I like. I think it's it's a nice reset for when we can be back at uh, full capacity and full strength. I, I, uh, are we actually appreciating the order that Chuck brings as a host? Oh, I'm not. I'm not. Okay, I'm just making sure. The first thing I thought was before this, you were cleaning up a murder in your apartment, and you were like, "Oh shit, I got to go do the show," and <laughs> you had asked the watch to help. And you started doing the show, and the watch was like, "I wonder if we're still cleaning up this murder." And like the watch is like, "Is there anything else I can help you with?" Like, no. no, no, no. The bodies are in the bags. <laughs> Eric is ripping the watch up. off and just whipping it. <laughs> no, bitch! <laughs> Shut up! No one likes a rat, Siri. <laughs> All right. Well, no one likes a rat series. Also, a current. I see. I don't have a. God, this is what happens. I don't have a pen. I'm not writing down shit. It's okay. We'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll figure. We're figuring this out here. Let's. Let's. Uh. What about Brit? You mentioned Thunder Rosa anyway, Shawty. Uh, yeah. Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, man. Holy hell. We have been talking about AEW needing to take their women's division seriously, in so many different ways, and this. Is your their perfect opportunity start now? Mm-hmm. Because you gave them a main event, you know, you gave them a main event spot, which is first step, and then they absolutely killed it. Yeah, they and brought the house down 100%. So from here on, if we go back to what the AEW women's division was like next start next week, missed opportunity by AEW. This is your chance, run with it. They just they just set it up for you perfectly. 
with the men's division, you always get you have the you have the enough time to do the spectrum of you have some acts who are involved in what is essentially a sports entertainment role, and then some acts who are in straight professional wrestling sort of role. But the women not getting that wide array of time, it always feels like sports entertainment. And that felt like professional wrestling. And that same with like uh, watching Shayna Baszler having to run around doing all this sports entertainment stuff. I want to see Shayna Baszler stare into the mic and say, this is why I'm better than my opponent. And I'm going to whoop her ass. I don't need it to be yeah. done at a dentist office. And I don't need to have rebel doing her strange, goofy, you know, her, her cartoon voice. Like, I don't know. I don't understand why she's what, who is she? And what, what is she doing here? I don't understand. <laughs> I, mean, I hate to crap to... on a performer, but I don't understand who or what she's supposed yeah. to be filling. It's like, are you, are you here to make sure that Britt Baker doesn't feel like a real fighter? Like you're, <laughs> you're yeah. here to make her feel like a cartoon character. Why are we doing that? No, I mean, I know rebel used to Reba or whatever the hell her name is. Uh, you like used to be in the impact zone uh, years ago. Oh, so like she has some in ring abilities, but her role on uh, Dynamite is questionable at best. Um, and I feel like it's it's definitely kind of out, you know, outstayed its welcome mm -hmm. for now, at least. But I mean, you know, we, we've said it before about the women's division where it just there there just didn't seem to be a lot. They have they have the depth but it's just very green. But like after this match, it's, I feel like I, like anyone should be confident to say that you should be building the division around Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. Like they are yours, like for real, if you didn't believe they were stars before they are stars now. And it just, hopefully people can just stay healthy and maybe yeah. just maybe once again, they can have, you know, they have the partnership with impact bring some of those women over for some storylines and right. some crossover stuff. And then I feel like you're really going to add a lot of strength and, uh, to the division. Like it, 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 they, sh they don't really have to do much else right now. Uh, no, they're not lacking talent, especially with the rise of, uh, of Jade Cargill and the coming out party. I think of red velvet who put on the hell of a yeah. match in that, mm -hmm. that match that should not have worked in any capacity, but instead just absolutely, <laughs> showed that Jade Cargill and, and Red Velvet are players and that yeah and that Shaq can actually go as a celebrity, you know, it was shocking. Yeah. Who knew? Like right. that was a pleasant surprise. I think that's something that we're still just I think pleasantly surprised about because how many times have we been burned by a celebrity match and just went like, well, great. There goes yeah. 10, 15 minutes of my life I'm never going to get back. Yeah, oh. I legitimately thought that was going to be like an interruption to my enjoyment of AEW and it fit right. in just just perfectly. What were you going to say, Justin? No, I just overall celebrities in wrestling. I've, I've always had an issue with because why give this guy the spotlight when you're there's at least one or two superstars that you're burying that deserves a push in a spot like that. But Shaq absolutely killed it. I that it's still not enough for me to be okay with any celebrities getting involved. Anytime right. the celebrity can be great. You know, uh, Pat McAfee was good in NXT. But overall, I will never be okay with it and for one match, for a storyline, for anything. Uh, speaking of celebrities, is Bad Bunny still the twenty four seven champion? No, he gave that up. I, uh, he handed that off. Really, uh, as okay. a present. So our truth thought that Monday was the sixteenth instead of the fifteenth, and mm -hmm. he was celebrating three sixteen days. So he gave Bad Bunny a bunch of Stone Cold stuff, 
And in return, Bad Bunny said, you know what? Here you go. Here's a 24-7 title. So as far as I'm concerned, and, and Bad Bunny's not carrying it around at all, R-Truth is a 24-7 champion again. Okay. Well, then that makes sense because when he was on uh, the Grammys, I'm like, where's the belt? Why doesn't Bad Bunny have the belt? He, right. he, and- technically, he technically had it at that point, though. Okay. Okay. I thought the same thing because he technically still, he didn't get that up until the night, the night after. Got it. Okay. So I'm not sure why he didn't have, I bet you somebody at the Grammys would probably now don't do that. <laughs> you, you did that on Saturday night live. It was cool. Nah, don't do that. We're not doing that here. Well, honestly, and SNL, now that I think about it too, SNL probably only was okay with that because of the fact that NBC Peacock, you know, that relationship. They're like, yeah, go for it. It'll help push that in their minds. <laughs> plus, yeah. plus it, it happened during the second performance of the night. So they probably figured like, who's really still up to watch Bad Bunny? Right. Most, right, most right. people tune the F out after Weekend Update. I just, you know, know, I, who cares? I, I, is it, listen, Bad Bunny as a, like, so far he's done okay, right? But is it just me or is he just not that big of a, a name to give such a push to? He was the most streamed artist of 2020. I just, I'm usually, I don't know why that name didn't ring a bell. Like when they announced that he was performing at Royal Rumble, I was like, who? Mm-hmm. Like it didn't, it didn't ring a bell. So I'm just surprised they're giving a guy, this guy's such a big push and he doesn't seem like a big name compared to other celebrities that they give such a push to. Yeah. He's no, no he's no Fred Durst. <laughs> You're no Kevin Federline, damn it. <laughs> Justin uh, only wants white celebrities. Mark it down. Whoa. Everything out. Sign uh, all of it out. Wow. Anyone that, who listens, uh, anyone who listens to JV Sports uh, uh pay-per-view pod knows that is absolutely not true. You better be, uh, damn it. You have a much uh, more diverse cast than we do on the one fall show, and I enjoy listening to it every week. Uh, appreciate that. And Chuck's going to hate you for bringing up my podcast. Yeah. Chuck's going to hate you for that, man. It's, it's cool. I'm all for it though. Like, let's talk about, no, I'm just kidding. Let's talk about my show on this show right now. <laughs> I, I, I have no Chuck to cut me off, man. I can just go and go and go. And he's just got to sit back and listen to it. It'd be, it'd be gold. Um, listen, uh, you are going to call or try to call me out jokingly. He was joking very much jokingly, very offensive. much jokingly. But what yes. about what's going on in new Japan that everyone is offended by with what I'm not big on new Japan, especially compared to you two, but I did see the clip and I'm seeing all the hate of what seems to be maybe a domestic violence potential storyline or what the hell, or was this, was this no different than Randy Orton RKOing Alexa bliss? It's it is completely different from the Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss thing, mainly because it just I mean, once again, Shawnee, correct me if I'm wrong. It seems like the it's being used to show that Will Ospreay will do anything to to become the next god of New Japan. And it's it's very it's like "Mm, this doesn't taste right like this. Mm -mm. mm -mm. No, hard pass. And it's like you would think too, like it well, actually, fun fact, apparently Will Ospreay's an idiot. Like he's like like it's like a common joke, like among like the boys. Like I, I forgot who tweeted it out, but it was something along the lines of like, 
something happened in wrestling and a wrestler said like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I know Osprey. So like, <laughs> it's common now. It's common knowledge that Will Osprey, pretty, but dumb. Uh, it's like JV. So, aw, that's no, 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 you're, you're, trust me. Like apparently, like apparently Will Osprey is just a dumbass. Uh, but you know, he's, he's really good at the, the graps. So he's got something going for him, but you'd think even just the dimmest person would be like, I don't know about this angle. I don't know if about hitting my girlfriend with a cutter is going. No, it's just, it's weird. I don't like it. I don't like it. It just seemed like the promo didn't give enough context to the whole thing. Like I, I right. just assumed it was like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to split from everything. Like I'm going solo, which in new Japan context where they're very faction heavy and have a long standing tradition of that would be vaguely interesting, but does cutting, you know, hitting a cutter on your girlfriend signify leaving? A, I, I don't know what it. I don't know what it signifies, right? Like, it, the idea that I'm willing to do anything, even this, but that doesn't get you closer to anything. So no. that's not. <laughs> that's not getting you closer to the championship. It's not showing that I'm willing to be reckless to get closer to the championship. So it's very strange. I don't. I don't understand exactly what they were trying to say with that. And I'm. I have to assume that it'll be clarified. Uh, you know, I mean, it's a shocking moment. It's getting a lot of spotlight on New Japan. I also have not seen the criticism, so I don't know what place that's coming from. You know, it, was, it also I mean, wasn't a fuck women or fuck my girlfriend promo. It was a, just a completely nonsensical mm-hmm. promo, right? Like, yeah, that's what's pretty uh, much. And I, I think where it's coming from, or at least the criticism that I'm seeing, is that um, in Japan, violence against women, there's the, there's a high percentage of of that as like a common occurrence so the fact that they're you know obviously i i don't think they're audibly promoting something like that but it's just one of those things where it's like guys this is a bad look maybe we should have thought this through um it's just uh it just you're right it doesn't it just seems nonsensical and 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 why why and 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 that sort of recklessness uh kodobushi isn't gonna fall for that He's God after all. Come on. <laughs> I have a question regarding this real quick. Because again, I, d- I don't follow New Japan. Is his girlfriend an active wrestler? Or is yeah. she just his girlfriend? She is, but New Japan doesn't have a female roster, right? So she she does work. I mean, she works in the industry uh, during pandemic. But, but she's... there she doesn't. No, well, the, they don't the put com- on women's matches at all, do they? At all. The company that owns New Japan owns Stardom oh, okay. as well. So B Priestley is is has been a, a a roster member of Stardom for years now. B Priestley used to be uh, on the AEW payroll, but because she couldn't like travel from her native UK, or actually, I know is she from Australia? I always forget where she's from. But like she couldn't travel to the U.S. for shows because of COVID, so they kind of just let her go uh, because she couldn't. They could. They she couldn't come to the states. Yeah. But she is a wrestler. She is good. I like her as a wrestler. I think that adds to the problem is the fact that it wasn't in a wrestling environment. She's not an active wrestler, at least there. Right. So you're not pushing it in any way. It it comes off as 
I'm going to abuse my girlfriend. This is what I, this is me doing anything it takes, right? Because when you have Randy Orton RKOing Alexa Bliss, that's part of a storyline. And Alexa Bliss is an active performer and they're having some form of a match at Fastlane. It's all part of the storyline. Same thing when he did it to Nia Jax in the Royal Rumble. Right. Um, you know, again, that's part of within the and re- within wrestling where this also reminds me of, and this is basically the same exact moment. And if you don't remember it, go look it up. Cause it's almost identical when Randy Orton decided he was going heel and he was dating Stacy Keebler at the time. So he turned around and RKO'd her now in 2005, people were still not caring as much. Obviously people have come to the sense of reality of that's not okay. So that's even more. And my worry too for New Japan is because you have this relationship with AEW going on right now, it's never a good time for it. But now of all times, you guys had this relationship where you're sending people over. It's an ongoing storyline and you're going to throw this in the mix. That's just not smart. I think they will course correct. I think after the feedback that has been online, because remember they had Marty do a backstage Mm. segment and then all of a sudden that got cut, mainly due to, I mean, wrestlers like backstage saying, no, we don't want this guy here. And then like the feedback online was horrendous. So I feel like they will course correct. It's not going to hurt too, too much. Sadly, we have very short attention spans and, and very short memories. We're all goldfish right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like they will ride this out. Uh, because there's bound to be another dumb scandal or stupid thing that happens, and then it'll just be forgotten about. Yeah. And again, so, I think, don't we all agree this is a confusingly, maybe ugly segment? I mean, like, were you, were, I, I'm not outraged by this because it didn't feel like this was meant to be like, okay, he's getting tougher by showing that he can knock a woman around, right? Like, it was a shock moment. That again, without context, doesn't mean a whole hell of a lot. I mean, they are two professional workers. I have a feeling behind the scenes they grapple a bit, uh, whether in a sports context or other. I don't think this is the first time, you know. So, um, but yeah, just very strange, very strange. But I'm more concerned with look, Kenny Omega wants to be God and can't build a bomb. Uh, Oda Ibushi <laughs> is God and can summon earthquakes. Yeah. Uh, this whole belt collector thing may be taking a wild turn at some point. <laughs> Seven point six point nine on the Richter scale. <laughs> I really nine. hope that. Uh, man, you're on a roll with those little references, man. You know, I know. Well, I love the Dundee's the potential, mind is somewhere else. The potential title of Kenny Omega wants to be God and can't kill a can't make a bomb <laughs> is pretty great. Is awesome. Like, well, yeah, great. now they're making an earthquake. So, I mean, I really hope they use that in storyline down the road because that is actually funny as hell. I, and listen, Kenny Omega has taken on this like goofy heel approach, which is cool and funny at times, weird at other times. Well, that uh, was like the, the way cleaner. he came out. Yeah, I mean, he came. Yeah, he came out like dancing and shit. Like he has that whole vibe, the '69 me Don, all that. So like, it's funny at times. Other times, it's a little, it's a little strange. I don't know. I just, I feel like that a character like that works overall, yeah. but a character like that needs to know when to be serious and when to not be. I guess. Once again, like if you follow and Shawnee, I think can back me up on this. If you followed Kenny the Cleaner in New Japan, like. 
that's basically what this is. So like him being just weird, it's just like, well, Kenny's going to be Kenny. Like Kenny Omega's a weird guy. Very like so. he is, he is the epitome of, you know, once again, I think I've called him a hot Jack nerd before. And it's mm-hmm. true. This guy is a nerd. He's a big one. Uh, and that's just, that's the character. So, it, you know, buckle in. Cause it's only going to get stranger. Cause that's, <laughs> that's just the cleaner. That's what yeah. the cleaner is. Um, I, I don't know where it could go next. Uh, Cause obviously it's got to be building towards something between him and Coda because that's what people want to see. See, but um, then you have Christian coming out, you know, and they had their moment two weeks ago and Christian called him out on Wednesday. Now for the future. Sure. At some point, you got to pay that off, right? Well, yeah, they're going to pay that off. But, I mean, it's the same thing that's going on in WWE where you had, what was it, Daniel Bryan coming out of nowhere to battle Roman? Uh, You know, even though that match is happening happening instantly. Not instantly, but it's happening right after Daniel Bryan got involved where, like, Christian, they have their moment. Christian's mentioning him in an interview, but then it's given us all the signs that Christian's going to go this way from Kenny for a while and then circle back around to him. I just, you know, you know, we'll see how long it takes. It's just another example of them. It's, it's a slow burn with them with everything. It's a slow burn. It's going to be like that forever. Mm -hmm. It's never going to change. You have to accept that honey. Mm -hmm. That's what this is. And the difference is where WWE is a slow burn, except for they give you the same thing every week, right? Right. Um, the diminishing returns of WWE is what really grinds my gears, right? Like, like how many times do we have to see Shane and, and Braun Strowman put on what I think is a terrible promo <laughs> before yes. they finally get to the match? Whereas, JV, you said that, that was the only match you were looking forward to tonight. How, how were you looking forward to that no, abomination? No, no. Whoa, whoa, you are not listening to me, sir. No, that's what I'm asking you. I'm asking you. I, I listen. It. I, I did not say I was looking forward to that. The I said I was happy that it was on the fast lane card, which oh, gave me. Oh, you're looking to get over it. Yes. <laughs> Got it. Because Much it different. Gotcha. Thank me, you. Yes, because it would give me hope that they weren't planning this for WrestleMania, but then the Fox went and they took it off of the fast line card. So now that gives me even more reason to believe it's happening at WrestleMania. I don't know how the hell they're going to explain why it's not happening, but they promoted the hell out of it on raw. And then what by Thursday, they pulled it off the card with no explanation. It's just not on the card. So I'm not sure. The one match I am looking forward to at Fastlane is Randy and Alexa because it's going to be all over the place in the best way. And The Fiend should show up. And I am just excited to see what The Fiend is going to look like because there's no way it's going to be the same look as what he was before. If it is, that's a bust because you just burned the entire body in front of us. Don't tell me he looks the exact same. So I'm looking forward to that look because everything about The Fiend, I'm all for. So Okay. Yeah, and that's the most interesting because we like we have no idea how it's going to go off, right? Like, I mean, no one expects a conventional match between Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss. So, uh, it's it's the it's one of the very very rare true mysteries of WWE, not not a WWE mystery where it's like, well, it's going to be one of three things, probably the worst option, right? Like, we have no idea. The sky's the limit, and in, in the terms of this thing. Now, is there any chance Daniel Bryan wins this match? No. I mean, oh, no, no, no. Now, did you know no. two reasons? Number one, 
we need Roman versus Edge at WrestleMania. That needs to be one of the two things that should not change before WrestleMania. Him and him and Edge, and then uh, Sasha and Bianca. Those are the two things that should not change. Everything else you can scrap and start over. Sure. Uh, there's another reason, and clearly it's because Daniel Bryan's going into the Hall of Fame, guys. Did you see that? What? Really? There was something on the WWE Network which someone took a screenshot and totally blasted it out there where under the Daniel Bryan section of the WWE network, it said Daniel Bryan and underneath 2021 hall of fame inductee. Wow. And it was on the network and they took a screenshot. It's been posted all over social. So either that was a typo or it's legit. And someone just lost their job. Hmm. I saw uh, that the induction of, uh, Drax the Destroyer. What's his name? Bischoff. Uh, no, no, no. From uh, <laughs> um, I know I'm, everything. Okay, this is one of those things. One of those shiny. <laughs> okay. So, oh, oh, uh, Batista. Batista. Thank God. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I was gonna. I was gonna have to go through. He started as the Leviathan. He came out of the uh, Ohio uh, <laughs> River. He was working for FCW. Uh, <laughs> I remember everything career. about everything this about man, him except his except name. Except for his name. <laughs> his yeah. Name. Apparently, Batista was supposed to be inducted, and that's been disappeared now. Is that anyone saw see that? Or I, I saw a headline. No, I did see a headline about that. This is just weird. Like I have no idea what's going on, but man, they just. Uh, maybe because they think it was pre-pandemic, we would forget. But uh, I don't know. They just kind of – WWE over the last year, I've never seen so many times of them promote something and then casually get rid of it. Between matches, now the Hall of Fame inductee, returns, debuts, whatever. Where Ticket they, sales. Remember on Monday Night Raw, they had the scroll going, announcement, <laughs> we're selling tickets, and then the, the next day <laughs> – Sorry, yeah. we're not selling tickets. Then the next <laughs> no, we're, we're selling half as many tickets as we were last week. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, like this is, I guess this is once again, just the common complaints I, you know, we all have about this company. Like you're supposed to be the leader and you just, you do the most bonkers things. And, and yeah. like, I can understand every once in a while, like, oh crap, we have to kind of, you know, course correct and change things and things kind of, kind of dissipate. And it's like, okay, let's just forget about that ever even happened. But you're right, Justin, it's happening more and more now. And to the point where it's like, look, I know we've all been locked indoors for a year now and, and whatnot, but we're not, we're not Osprey. We're not dumb. Okay. (laughs) Come on. It's just so, it makes no goddamn sense. I did not hear about this Batista thing. That is fascinating. Because like it was a like he was gonna be one of the like main guys that they built the whole damn class around. Yep. He was like like pretty much like one of the headliners. Or the, you know, looking back at that list. Now the biggest thing for me though is that changes everything with our final fall a couple weeks ago, which <laughs> means we need to revisit that and see who actually won. Because oh, I'll delete the episode. Oh, <laughs> you know, Shawnee's good for that. <laughs> Done. It's gone, and uh, we don't have to anymore. As a matter of fact, why don't I get rid of all of them? Let's start fresh. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. You know what? It's the show is now the three of us. There you go. We just got I, rid of two people. Look at that. I, yeah, it, ah, it, blow, it, blow, no, it blows my mind. Now. It blows my mind. They did the same thing with Oscar uh, and Lacey Evans, right? Which is she actually right. pregnant? Lacey Evans yes, is my, pregnant. My understanding is she is right. She is. She is pregnant. And Oscar is. 
a champion and fully available to wrestle, but they just choose not to use her despite oh, being. She's not even on the WrestleMania poster. I don't know what that. <laughs> Such a disgrace. How is she Such not on the WrestleMania How exciting would Asuka poster? be in AEW? <gasps> yes. Oh, come yes. on. That'd be amazing. And you know what? I could see because Rhea Ripley showing up on Raw Monday night. Let Rhea Ripley take the title off of Asuka for no other reason so that Asuka can move on and debut in AEW by summer. And that would be huge because that, again, just like with Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, now we can start taking that division seriously. Yep. Uh, the AEW roster is actually, I mean, like, I think Tamara Conte is fantastic. Uh, eventually, we're going to get uh, the Booper back. Um, oh, Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander. Did, did you mean Ty Conte? Ty Conte. What did I say? I think you said Tamara Conte. Wasn't, Tam- I- wasn't that her name in NXT? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're okay. right. Okay. I wasn't well, trying to do that, but that's, that's, I, I, I like, that was actually her name in my brain for some and, reason. Well, I thought for some odd reason, I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, have I had her name wrong this whole time? Have <laughs> I, I been I, wrong? She may never have been tomorrow. I don't know. But Conte, Conte uh, yeah. g- great uh, Brazilian jujitsu, uh, very, very crisp and fast in the ring. She's very quick. I like yeah, her a lot. Yeah, she is. Yeah. They got talent there. It's just they have lack of time. They have lack of story. And then it doesn't seem like anybody when it comes to AEW management or anyone with any type of poll takes it seriously, which blows my mind because that's the one thing WWE did right over the last decade is they started taking it seriously. Mm -hmm. They started making them the headliners and main eventers. How is that not one of the first things you make sure is taken care of when AEW decides to form? Truth be be told, I do feel like the women's division in AEW, like they were planning on having the Joshis be a central part of that. And then it, it just, obviously pandemic happened and then they had to kind of scramble and figure something out. However, I do like, and I know we touched on this last week, unless the episode has already been deleted. uh, But (laughs) I feel like the sometimes the Joshi style of wrestling doesn't always connect with necessarily the kind of casual fan Uh, and, and and rightfully or wrongfully, like, like, do I like it? Yeah, but I'm not an average fan. So I, you know, what I feel kind of doesn't really matter at at that point. I do feel like, and, and two, you also have the Joshis, you know, there's the obvious language barrier. So it's hard for them to kind of get over promo wise. Sure you know, in everything. So it, they, they have, they have, they have a lot of thinking to do. And fortunately they at least have enough time. And once again, you have impact right there. Use right. some of those women. I, yes. I feel like if I say it enough, it'll, it'll happen. And I, it, it, it's like, I'm, I'm, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy. Like I'm using the secret. And, and everything. Here, and here's how you do it. Let me become an AEW writer for a second, right? Have okay. impact show up have some of the impact women show up on impact and call out the fact that AEW's women's division isn't great. Be just transparent with that shit. Right. And then have the AEW women come together, have a freaking you know, a, a, a show full of impact versus AEW women. And that can just lead right into one big, you know, kind of one big roster since they have that relationship. But started off by Impact, who takes their women's division seriously, calling out AEW, who doesn't. And that's how you start taking them seriously. One thing that's on the board for professional wrestling 
is the invasion angle, right? Every time there's even a hint that an invasion might take place, wrestling fans of a certain stripe of wrestling fans get excited. And one day, either AEW or WWE is going to f- actually work. You know, we had that one, uh, the the post-Saudi SmackDown that had that feel, and it got a huge buzz and then disappeared again. So it's still on the table. That would be a blast if they did it strictly women's division to women's division, AEW impact, either way, right? You just have the, mo- the moment is what is important where like oh my god here's another person appearing on the show oh my god here's another one by the end of the show you're like the sky's the limit um you were able to do it with just a single appearance with kenny omega but if you did it with like a whole invasion angle with the women that would be a huge moment and building off of what was a huge moment wednesday that was really a lot of fun to be on twitter during that lights out match because people were genuinely excited and Mm -hmm. uh and and that was one of those like the brody night um Yes, a night where people an hour later were still tweeting with one another, and normally we're sort of like, "Hey, we'll see you at the start of the next pay per view." Like we're sort of, you know, work right. friends who punch in and punch out on yeah. Twitter, <laughs> social media before and after the show. But you know, people were still lingering and chatting about it, and um, and it felt very authentic and it felt very earned. You know, yeah. um, there are times when on social media you see that there's like a, a swell of emotion going, and you're like, apparently Twitter just needed to pop off a little bit because this emotion seems a little misguided, but I don't think that there were many people who are looking at that match and going, I don't know why we're going on so much about this. This was not, I mean, you know, we had two crimson masks. You had just incredible action. Very little. And was Brits legit by the way? Yeah, her, her, that was okay. That's what like I you thought. could tell, like it was up in like her scalp area in her hair. Like yeah. where it kind of was forming. So, okay. I mean, I mean, I'm sure if there was, you know, it's wrestling and when Carney's going to Carn uh, and there were maybe it might have been some light blading, but like they it was a brutal match. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it was it was something else. It was. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, awesome. How did, how did everyone feel about the rise of uh, the pinnacle? Every time I heard him say pinnacle, I heard him say pineapple. And I will forever be referring to his faction as the pineapple. I just keep the MJF's got a pineapple. Now you're fucked. <laughs> Listen, I loved it. I honestly, I love that name for it though. I'm with you now that you said that I'm definitely rolling with pineapple, but uh, overall, I think that's a perfect name for who you have in it, who you have leading it. Mm-hmm. Um, and totally. You're like, to boy, that's- how fucking full of yourself. How fucking full of themselves is the person who came up with this. Oh, it's MJF. It's MJF, Perfect. of course. Yeah. <laughs> best the the best heel in the business. Oh, period. Totally. Period. He is so good. And my God, I forget how young he is every time. And he said st- he said it on Wednesday. I'm like, holy shit, I'm older than him. Honestly, <laughs> I am older when he than said him. it. When he said it, I went, oh my God, he's younger than Justin, and Justin's young. I am. I thought that shit. We could ask my husband. Yeah, I said, I'm like, I said it out loud. Yeah, I said that was my first thought when he said that. I'm like, I am older than it, man. I am so unsuccessful in life. Like, I need to figure something out, man. This kid, he's old. He's younger than me. It blows my mind. He's so good. He's so good. And let me tell you, wait until you get into your 30s and you see like college sports play out. And you're like, look at these infants play sports. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. I can't oh, wait yeah. for you to age. It's well, very I'm exciting. Still, I'm, I'm watching the March Madness tournament as we speak right now, and I'm older than everyone on the damn court. Yeah, but these guys di- are on national TV. 
another one too is to when everyone who's getting inducted into the hall of fame i watched at least a part of their career live or all of it Mm -hmm. that's another one too i mean whether or not batista's getting in i don't know but i watched his debut right i watched his whole career so that's where i'm like man i am getting old well now that we've discussed aging uh how's everyone's hips feeling everyone is there a storm of brewing can you feel it in your left knee I'm getting, honestly, I'm getting there. I'm going to go for a run when we're done here, and I'm probably going to feel it right after that. A run? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Stopped running about 25 years ago. <laughs> I never ran. I was mm, hard pass. It's what basically kept me from committing crime. It's like, uh, Ooh, I'm not going to try to get away. Had nothing to do with moral boundaries. Just had to do with the fact that I was like, nah, nah. Uh, I could. <laughs> winded easy. I? Uh, I'm gonna evade these feds. <laughs> Good I, w- I want to ask before we we uh, we get out of here Perfect. because we brought yeah. it up. Um, I know we got to figure out we don't have a host, so what do we do? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> will we ever? And this may be years and years down the line. You think we will ever get any type of WWE, AEW, anything invasion moment show storyline, anything? Not while no. Vince McMahon is alive. Even after he's dead, which I know even he's like, I'm never dying. No, he's going to die eventually. Um, I just don't see it happening. I really don't. I mean, because you also base it down to, you know, remember that brief talk we had, how uh, Nate said something along the lines of like, he thinks the way that WWE is acting, that they could potentially sell to like NBC Mm -hmm. Universal and stuff like that. Um, Even when it comes to like, channels and stuff and like cross you know channels things it's like i don't see it happening for that reason um i just it i just don't i just don't because then then they're going to have to admit that they are legitimate competition and they aren't the only ones they'll have to admit that and i just don't see them as a company even after vince mcmahon is is no longer with us i just don't see them admitting that someone else exists i just don't i think shawnee's right it will be after vince dies of course but i think triple h isn't triple h is not vince right i mean we know that but right i can't other he listens to his superstars more right right now more than ever you see WWE superstars interacting and commenting about what's happening in AEW and vice versa. And it's not even just the couples like you have Adam Cole and Britt Baker together. No, it's the Sami Zayn's of the world going and Kevin Owens of the world going on Twitter and tweeting about what they're seeing is happening on AEW. And AEW is doing the same thing with WWE, right? Matt Hardy does it all the freaking time. Sammy Guevara called them out when Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns did the, uh, the uh, golf cart spot at Royal Rumble, which obviously they did in AEW. So now more than ever, you're seeing that relationship more and more. And I think the superstars down the line want that to happen. And I think once Vince goes, the superstars will be able to convince Triple H if they have to, to do something along the lines. It may be years down the line, who knows when Vince will go, but I think it will happen at some point. I'll believe it when I see it the same way that uh, CM Punk's finally going to come back at the Royal Rumble. Right, Justin? He's coming back at some point. Damn it. Him and AJ Lee, power couple. I will believe it when I see it. 
So well, there's a new to... vampire movie coming out, and Phil, I think, I think maybe may play a police officer. So be the second horror movie I'm aware of that has CM Punk in it. If you don't know, I do a podcast called Talk Horror to Me sporadically. It's, uh, so it's, I hear. It sort of becomes sporadic. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, I am not good at podcasting. Why did I delete the old episodes? <laughs> <laughs> it happens, man. It stuff happens. It's cool. <sighs> All right. So, well, so, anything going to happen tonight that's worth seeing at Fastlane? Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss. I agree. I'm looking at the card right now, and like that's the only match that I'm like, yeah, that's gonna something interesting is gonna happen with that. I think Roman and like match wise, Roman and Daniel Bryan will put on a good match. Drew and Sheamus, I think, is now no holds barred, so they'll probably have a brutal match, but it's nothing special, nothing different than a good match on Raw or SmackDown. Right. Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss is the only thing moment wise that I see uh, potentially happening. If they do it right, which if the fiend doesn't show up at fast lane, it's a bust. I don't care what that match ends up being. There's no reason why he should not be there tonight. Is there a pay-per-view that feels more like a house show every year than fast lane? No, no. Cause even elimination chamber has a lot of, you at know, at least you have the chamber, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, and on actually the only other one are, are any of the Saudi shows. That just yeah. feels like a fancy house show. Yeah, that's which, true. That's true. Which, shout out. I guess we got a listener in Saudi Arabia, right? Uh, Shani, you put that Yes. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I've heard from him again, and he sent okay. me a link. He has a podcast with one fall in the name, which he said is not uh, is is purely coincidence, which I absolutely okay. believe, of course, because when we started the one fall show, we were just looking for um, wrestling related words that still weren't claimed. Apparently, there was actually a one fall show in the UK at the time, and uh, I still never listened to their show. Apologies. Uh, we we ran him out of business, there. right? But yeah, this guy, he actually did. He's like, I do have one. It's called this. Uh, it's a coincidence but it is it is in the arabic language um so seems to be a legitimate human being and not somebody who's (laughs) eventually going to ask me for money if he does he's allowed that's fine i'm not going to give him any because i am very poor Um, (laughs) perhaps if he had hit me up four years ago i would have been a a more right mark but no i think that he probably (laughs) has heard the show and he was just reaching out so that's very cool um yeah shout out to saudi arabia yeah (laughs) All right. Well, what do you say, gents? Want to wrap this shit up? Yeah. How do we do this? We we usually say social medias, right? Yeah, Yeah. I guess. Justin, do you want to plug your your podcast now that Chuck isn't here? (laughs) It's not here. I could say. Yeah, I have uh, the latest episode regarding Fast Lands out now. It's JV Sports Talk Pay Per View Pod. Uh, The reaction video will be out on Monday from Fast Lane. Follow on Twitter at ppv underscore pod. Follow. Find it on Facebook on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, and follow me at JV underscore sports underscore talk. And who was your guest today? I liked him. Yes, uh, Deshaun Whipple. Yeah, Deshaun Whipple. He is known as the Whip Dog. Him and Daryl Pace had the Whip Show podcast, uh, which I was on a couple uh, couple weeks ago. So he was on. Daryl was on, unfortunately unavailable. So I will definitely have him back on in the future. Uh, and I actually have a double shot of pay-per-view pods coming up the week of WrestleMania because we got NXT TakeOver and WrestleMania that same week. Nice. Shout out to the Whip Dog. Yeah. 
I'm going to steal your, I'm going to, can, can I steal that? Can I just start throwing shout outs like with more frequency? Cause I always like when you just throw a shout out out, but you do it very sparingly. Yeah. Go right ahead. You could do, I mean, I'm not, that's, All right. I didn't okay. trademark it or anything. All right. Fair. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, you, you've set the precedent and so it would be using your material in my, the way I look at, uh, at things, so. my, my verbal permission. All right. Wonderful. Wonderful. Shout out to verbal permission. There you go. See, that's how it works. You used it perfectly. Shawnee, where can people find you on the daily? Uh, find me uh, at One Fall Show and at Shawnee Constant on Twitter, at Shawnee.Constant on Instagram. I am back to drawing bad drawings every day, but if I keep at it, maybe one day I'll come up with a good one. And um, find me on this sporadic Talk Horror to Me podcast where I'm sitting on a banked episode with a professional wrestler named uh, Jack Manley, Manley Jack Manley, who trains in uh, Brooklyn, New York. He's a young fella, very good dude, very cool guy. Uh, I, I actually appreciate him as a friend as much as I do as a, a podcaster and a, a budding professional wrestler and announcer. He, he speaks so clearly. You know, I don't know people may have noticed, but I tend to ramble at times. I lose my train. He doesn't lose his train of thought, the son of a bitch. <laughs> he speaks with this immaculate <laughs> vocabulary, and he does it in a concise fashion, and uh, I, I'm jealous of him, very jealous well, I too love to ramble and I make my living off of typing words, not speaking them. So if you want to read some words that I write, uh, follow me on Twitter uh, at Erica underscore Banas. I often tweet out stuff uh, you know, throughout the week as I write it. I actually have a really solid personal story op-ed that uh, in honor of uh, ACDC's Let There Be Rock, I wrote an ode to Whole Lotta Rosie uh, because the song was influential to me as a young fat girl, okay. as I'm not. So once again, it's good stuff. Uh, if you like ACDC, if you have a thing for fatties, go read it. It's delightful. You can also see my fat ass on Instagram at Erica underscore Bannis. Uh, Justin is holding his face in his hands. I think because, you know, we're so he's just he can't believe the professional sheen that I'm putting on this episode to close it out. Unbelievable. I think we need to swap roles. I think Chuck needs to just be the scorekeeper next week and you need to host this damn thing. You are you're killing it. I I, that is, you are a generous man because we kind of hosted this thing by committee this week, and actually, it was a, it was a, it was a little, it was fun. I had fun. I had, you know, fun. I don't know. We're gonna have fun watching Fast Lane, but we're gonna try. We're gonna do our damnedest. Hopefully, Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss will at least come through. I hope so, so. Holla, holla. Like holla, it. holla, holla, holla. <laughs> I don't know why Telly Long came yeah. out, but he just did. <laughs> he did. See you next week. That was fun. All right. I would, I wish if, if we can figure out a way that we can do this, even if it's like a 20 or 30 minute that I can put on to, to Patreon, I would be very excited. Yeah. I mean, you guys I, are I so can't, busy. I, I can't no. commit to one day a week, every week, but I can, there's random days. Like the only set schedule I have is my Monday through Friday at the station. Mm-hmm. But then I have, I have games that pop up, which there's no rhyme or reason behind that. Sure. Um, and then, you know, I got to be a boyfriend at some point too. So I can't commit to one day every week, but I can commit to one day every now and then, you know? Yeah. yeah I can do every now and again as well. Like basically like 
Q2 for me is going to be kind of a nightmare for projects. I got a lot of stuff going on with work and it's, it's just one of those things where I'm like, Oh man, it's going to be, I'm like, I'm really excited for these projects, but at the same time, I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to have much of a life. <laughs> like yeah. I'm scared. You guys, I, I may have overcommitted, but I can't take it back. I can't take it back. And I, uh, I need to boost them page views. Listen, so Erica's, can- a, Erica's a big deal in our company. I, if I had a dollar for every time that I hear one of our other corporate people shout out Erica's name in an email, in a meeting. Erica Bannis did this. Erica Bannis wrote this one. If you want to see how to get it done, check out this. I'm just like, she's a badass. Nice, it's, I guess. Let me let me tell you, like, it's one of those things, marvelous for my ego, but I kind of thrive on the fact that I'm like, just leave, like, let me just hang out in the background and let yeah. me just do my thing. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> just let me write. And leave me alone in at you know at my desk in the dark. That's how I do my business. I do but, wish you were at the, you were in the building more often so I can come bother you. I know. Well, I mean, we didn't we didn't start doing this until after the pandemic last year. So it, then, obviously, we got this vibe going on now, and I'd never see your ass there. 